I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. Um, you probably heard Brett just say that we froze on him or more like he froze on us as soon as we started this recording. And tonight with us, we have our special guest, the CEO of the 910, uh, Chase Severino. What's up, baby? What's up? Thanks for having me. You doing all right? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Great summer. Uh, got some, you know, pretty cool experience about to come up this year. Probably uh, going to Huntington, West Virginia for 13 weeks with my wife. And uh, we're going to get some season tickets from Marshall. So probably a dream come true for me. What are those tickets running for a season for two seats? <laughs> Assuming you got two seats. Uh, I got four. Uh, and they're 99 bucks a pop. So a little, a little for the entire season. If 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 we wanted to sit like in the nosebleeds, they'd be ninety nine. Now we didn't get that. Um, we got a little mid tier. Dang, <laughs> dude, that's cheap. It's it's real cheap. Um, it's like if you want to get like high tier, it's like four ninety nine uh, for the whole season. But you also have to make a contribution to the Big Green Association. Uh, um, something rather so it's, it, that starts getting you into the uh, the four figures but still rather cheap as college football goes I guess yeah I would say that's a lot cheaper than it is for our uh, Wolfpack Club tickets I'll just say that <laughs> well I guess since the last time we saw you you, you ended up getting married um, Jamaica was fun you want to give people a little bit more of a life update outside of moving up to the the, uh, the old backwoods. Yeah, we had an awesome wedding in Jamaica. You were standing up there as a uh, an awesome groomsman. So, you know, it was uh, perfect. <laughs> wow, this the new recording features. I love that. <laughs> love the sound effect there. Thank you. But yeah, um, we did. I mean, it was it was every 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 little boy dreams of his getaway wedding, right? <laughs> Yeah, no one gets married in North Carolina anymore, it seems. It's, uh, I mean, talking about football prices and Marshall being cheaper, wed is, weddings in Jamaica are, are quite a bit cheaper. Like I'd say about the, uh, the, the same ratio there. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, destination is definitely becoming a thing, but congratulations on the wedding. Mm -hmm. Congrats on the life move. I'm um, with the two beautiful girls and Sarah. I'm really excited for you guys. Brett, he will probably join us um, sometime soon. But before we get kicked off with the uh, Pac-12 uh, G6, and we can throw Notre Dame in there as well, we'll, we'll, we'll give them a rundown too. You want to give us a little bit of update from 910 Coastal Barbecue, what we can expect this season? Yeah, well, we're, we're going to get after it this year. I think the same thing. We're going to do the game of the week. Um, and we're going to, last year as we would pick a game of the week, we try to do a cuisine from that particular, you know, the home team. Um, so, you know, we did some 
some chili for Texas A&M. We did uh, Mormon potatoes. Uh, we smoked some potatoes. Funeral for, potatoes. For the BYU game. Yeah, the funeral potatoes. That's right. So more of the same. Uh, if any of you guys if you get any requests, any of the fans, any emails, stuff like that, any requests, anything like I'd love, I'd love to hear that. So, but we will, we will be back. We'll have a pick of the week as well uh, with this. The 910 syndicate is going to collaborate and give a pick all together. It's not just my pick. Trevor's in there. Caden's in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking forward to the feedback. Um, we'll definitely uh, drop the link or we'll drop our email address in the show description. I'll embed it. That way we can go ahead and get some emails. Um, all the listeners out there can tell us kind of what they want. If they're looking for a certain recipe, a certain style, we'll see if Nama Uncle's Barbecue can hook them up and give them some pointers. But Brett, nice for you to join us again. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you guys. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the uh, Grandma's House connection not cutting it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe I should start doing this from my room, which is closer to the router. I, I, guys, I, I have a predicament here, and I want your, you know, advice on it. I, I have two daughters. One was born on September sixth, and one was born on September first. What am I supposed to do for the the greatest day in college football? Is is kickoff? Everyone still has hopes and dreams. Everyone still thinks they can go undefeated. Every year, I've got two girls that have a. a a birthday party and around that time. What, 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 yeah, you what, didn't plan it right, did you? You did not plan it well. <laughs> I hope they like college football. Yeah. But what age do you think we can just, you know, say, forget the, the birthday parties and just go to like a different college football event every year? Five. How old are they? One, Aurora's turning three, Rihanna's turning one. Oh, I mean, the one-year-old is not going to know any different, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're in trouble. Aurora had a great time you, at the the bowl game, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Like, she stayed the whole game, was on my shoulders, you know, got to go on the field after the game. So I, I'm trying to embed that college football in them. Yeah, I think that's your only choice. Yeah. <laughs> or else you're screwed. But, but once they get to like the six and seven and eight-year-old, you know, they're going to want those birthday parties. We'll just have a big tailgate then, right? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's your party. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, I like it. Um, so we did not do Pac-12 last season, but we said since this is the last season that we can possibly project their win totals, uh, we're going to we're gonna give them some love too. And um, Chase is here to give us a Sunbelt rundown and hit some at-large teams. We'll hit on the three um, non-Power 5 schools here in the great state of North Carolina, App State, ECU, Charlotte. Um, I have one play there. We'll see if Chase agrees with me it's for his alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> Probably know which way I'm leaning. Uh, and that number's low. I mean, they got. We'll, we'll talk about that. Let's not jump the gun there. All right, cool. All right, well, let's go ahead and hop into the Pac-12. Um, Arizona, Arizona State, uh, the rivals, they are going to the Big 12 next year. Right now, they are both sitting at five as a win total at DraftKings. Does anybody have a play for either the Wildcats or the Sun Devils? I I don't. Uh, the the Arizonas are, you know, pretty blah. I mean, they're, they, Arizona's great at basketball, but when they ever been good at football? 
They're not good in March Madness. No. No, they do choke in March Madness. They always have a good record. Yeah, every year. Yeah, I'm I'm also staring away from the Arizonas. I mean, Arizona and Arizona State really hasn't. Well, I mean, Arizona State wasn't bad when Daniels was there. Uh, the transfer quarterback now at LSU, but yeah, they're, they're uh, I'm staying away from both of them. Arizona State was like the last time I remember them being really good, and this is a, a blast from the past. But you know, what Jake Plummer went there, right? Like that was uh, Jake the Snake. I don't recall. Yeah, was he Arizona State? Well, oh, pre- was I'm he? Pretty, I'm pretty sure. All right, well, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll look it up. Yeah, Gronk's not there. No no plays on the Arizona schools. All right, Brett, while you look at us, give us confirmation. Oh, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Good call there, Chase. Had me nice. down my phone. <laughs> All right, the California Bears, their over-under win total is sitting at five. I lean to the under here, partially because Ben Finley transferred from NC State is <laughs> – competing for the starting quarterback job there. And if he's competing for the starting job, you probably don't have a lot of good quarterback depth. Hey, uh, what, what's wrong with Finley, though? A lot. I mean, uh, see, he, he, did beat, he beat Chapel Hill. That was hilarious. Yeah, I was going to say, he actually didn't play bad against Chapel Hill. The last impression that I have from him, I actually saw him in person at the bowl game because they didn't want to get MJ Morris hurt. But, God. Dude, that was the worst so you, game I've ever you, seen. You think Finley's a starter for Cal? Yeah, he's up in the running. It's him or a guy that's never started before. I think that guy's name, uh, Sam Jackson. Yeah, Sam Jackson came from TCU. He was behind, you know, Dugan. So, like, Duggan? Heisman. Okay. Yeah, Duggan. He was a Heisman guy. So, like, the, the thing is, I think with Cal and Stanford and Oregon State and Washington State, these four schools that got kind of – Screw you, left behind. Fox and ESPN were just like, we don't want to pay you money. And, like, you know, we're killing your conference. I think this might be a galvanizing year for them. Um, so, I, I do think Cal would I would lean towards the over. Get into a bowl game. Okay. You going to play it or no? Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to. Yes, I will play that. Cal over five. Wow. Okay. And Ben Finley, he trusts. I mean, if he I mean, starts, I think Sam Jackson's going to start. From my, 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 my West Coast sources are telling me. <laughs> All right, Brett, looks like you're staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away from that. All right, uh, primetime, Deion Sanders, first year at Colorado. Um, a lot of mass exodus that they had and a, a big influx of transfers. You know, his son starting quarterback. I believe his other son is starting safety. I mean, Colorado over under set at three, not high expectations. They open up the season with TCU and Nebraska. Wouldn't it be funny if they got Nebraska <laughs> like that? That'd just be vintage, just leaving off from the Scott Frost era uh, with the start of the Matt Rule era. But then they ring off Colorado State, Gittable, Oregon, USC. And then they kind of hit that middle tier between Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA, probably a little bit of the upper tier. Um, where do you guys, and then they close out with Utah to end the year. What do you guys think about Colorado? I could see them going as low as two or maybe as high as five. Yeah, I mean, are you guys buying the hype? How, how can you – so this is so hard to kind of handicap this now because yeah. because of the transfer portal. And it's transfer portal is good or bad or whatever you think, but, like, they have, they have 40 
<laughs> you know, like they had 40 transfers, uh, three, a lot, bunch of three stars in there. Uh, so like, how do you even know? Like, you're, you're basically just shooting in the dark on this one. Like, are you, are you buying the hype? Like that's, they had, actually, I'm they, not. they had 50 transfers, one, five star, four, five, four stars and 43, three stars. That was their, that was their transfer, uh, hall. That's a, t- they're going to have to hit on some of those threes though. 43, three stars. Holy crap. Dude, that's a that's a lot to hit from. Yeah, and then and they I mean, can get eight of those guys to actually like play like fours, maybe. Well, yeah, up. and then they had then the the five four stars, and then the one five star, which is Travis Hunter, the uh, that one guy that he flipped from Florida State. Uh, yeah, I think the guy that plays receiver, corner, safety, and running back <laughs> does everything. So uh, he's like, I just I I would lean towards over. Just because it's so low, and that's a bunch of good players, um, but you know, that's not something I would I bet on because who knows? There's, that's a ton of transfers. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to get four in this. I mean, because I think you could get Colorado State. I think you can get Arizona, and maybe Arizona State. You don't think they can get Stanford? Yeah, I guess you could get Stanford. I think Arizona, Arizona I, State, Stanford are all in play. Like like she said, it's just hard to know though because yeah. brought in basically a whole new team. We're gonna know early if they beat Nebraska. I think it's on. Well, they, they start at TCU, yeah, I mean, so like if they're competitive yeah. with TCU, then it's it's over. You know, they'll get the over. I think spread. I think spread on that's like twenty something already. Is it? Yeah, it's up to twenty and a half. Yeah. It's Ooh, yeah, it's a it's a big spread. I mean, I think yeah, I don't it's know. Probably the most volatile um, over under win total for uh, Power Five. Yeah, I'm just I I don't I'm staying away because I, I think it just goes either way. All right, same with me, Chase. You passing? Yeah, I'll, I'm. I would lean over, but passing for sure. Uh, yeah, we're on the same page. I agree with you. Uh, wait, wait. Let's go to Austin Stadium, Oregon. The Oregon Ducks they are tied for the highest to- win total in the Pac 12 at nine and a half. Um, they start out with Portland State, Texas Tech, Hawaii, Colorado, Stanford. Uh, pretty manageable for them. And then they hit Washington, who came in the AP poll ranked number 10. We're gonna get to Washington here in a little bit. Um, Washington State at Utah, that'll be tough on the road. California home versus USC at Arizona State, and then home in Austin to close out against the Beavers um, in the Civil War. Uh, they canceled that, didn't they? We're still calling it the Civil War. Yeah, it's still the Civil know. War. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. We're on the same page. All right, what are you guys <laughs> thinking for uh, Oregon? Nine and a half. They have some landmines on their schedule. Is Bo Nix still Hi. their quarterback? Does, does he get a th- yeah. eighth year or whatever he's on? Yeah. He's on his, like, fourth COVID year. Yeah. Yeah, that that's. Uh, a, I, it's just when you think of, you know, like you got the upper tier, uh, and that of the Pac-12, and that's Washington, Utah, Oregon State, Oregon, USC. Like those are the main those are the main five. So it's like you're basically trying to predict: is Oregon going to beat? Is Oregon going to lose two of the five? You know, so that's kind of yes. where you're at there. 
because they're going to win the non-conferences. They're going to, you know, mop the floor with Washington State and Cal and Arizona State. Texas Tech could be a good game. That's going to be a tough game for them. They're going to have to go to Texas Tech. Texas Tech is supposed to be pretty good this year. If you think if yeah, you, th- like if, you th- if you think it's going to be a tough game at Texas Tech, then you need to you know put the mortgage on the under. Yeah, that, that's what I'm worried about. See, I'm also worried about like the the Pac-12 should be one of the more exciting conferences, but I think those four or five teams that you mentioned, they could very well beat up each other. Yeah. too, which kind of scares me when it comes to the over/unders. Yeah. So that's, that's why it's tough for me to pick here. Yeah, uh, I don't. Let's see. Bo Nix did pretty good in the the Pac-12 last year. Yeah, I, I would lean under. Yeah, when I, you I, just I, talk I'm about good. the big four games, so you really have to decide on Washington, Utah, uh, Southern Cal, and Oregon State. I think they take one between Washington and Utah. Most likely Washington. USC, I think Caleb Williams is probably going to outduel Penix. And no, sorry, he's at Washington. Uh, Bo Nix, sorry. And then Oregon State's a trap game, even though it's at home at the end of the year. If the Beavs actually do live up to that 18 ranking and you know play like it this year, they'll probably fall out, come back in, you know, kind of be floating around that 25 to 17 ish bubble. But I think that there's too many roadblocks and possibly too many upsets for uh, a yeah. 10 win. I, I think they lose three games more than likely. I'm going under on Oregon. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I am as well. Go ahead and book that. I, I think they could definitely – I think they could lose Texas Tech. I think they could lose Washington, uh, Utah, USC, and they could even lose Oregon State at the end of the year. So I think there's five games that they could very well lose. Yeah. Yeah, Chase, you locking that up too? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the under on Oregon for sure. They're, they're 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 another they're them in Washington, they're, they're the ones that killed the the Pac-12 for good by going to the the Big Ten. I, I, that's going to weigh on the other conference members for sure. All right. So so far in the show, we have Chase with two plays. Chase is on Cal over five, Oregon under nine and a hook, and Brett is also on Oregon under nine and a hook. I do not have a play on the board yet. But next up, we have the Beavers. Oregon State over under win total at eight. Floor's open. Uh, I need I need to get convinced into this. I, I, how do you guys feel about DJU? Look, if, if you, you 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 guys, you know that's it's a completely different expectations and everything is different. Oregon State. Uh, I, think, oh, I I agree. I think the shade of orange is going to work quite better for him. Uh, and like I said, this is the whole galvanizing. They left us Oregon state. What was 8.5 that you got him at a flat eight. Yeah, flat flat eight. eight. Okay. I'm going over that. Um, I mean, this, I, my dream scenario would be for them to win the conference. Like that'd be so cool for them to just like, you know what, this is, we're going to take this in the last year. I think, I think they're going to be really competitive. Um, David Martinez, great running back. Like, you know, it's they get they got a lot of returners, so th- this is their year. They were ten and three last year. Yeah, Marcus, how? What's your thoughts? I see eight wins. So you Again, would, you, would, you would see a push. Yeah, I think pushes 
most likely. They probably start out 4-0, San Jose State, UC Davis, San Diego State, and Washington State. I think Utah gets them, but that's going to be a game that, you know, they probably have to win. Between Cal, UCLA, Arizona, Colorado, Stanford, that runs very favorable. But, again, I'm not sold on DJ. Um, I just think he's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. I don't know if it was the championship expectations at Clemson that got to him, but he was kind of a head case when, when he wanted to be. And, you know, ending with Washington and Oregon, that's probably the toughest finish in the Pac-12. So, you know, if they're not – if they're sitting around seven and DJ's not playing good, you know, going into Thanksgiving weekend or the week before in Thanksgiving weekend, I don't see them winning those last two. Chase, are you are you playing this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is my I, yeah. This is my strongest. He's got me play. kind of leaning that way. This is my strongest play. He's got me leaning that because because I think I think they can get they get San Jose State, UC Davis, San Diego State, Washington State. So they'll start out of conference as a joke. Out of conference yeah. is so they'll, soft. They'll start four and zero. Um, I think they'll also get California. That's five and zero. I think they can get UCLA six and zero, Arizona and Stanford seven and eight and zero. So then they. I no, I yeah, I'm going over here. I'm also on board. I mean, I think maybe DJU will have a little more confidence installed in him. I also think that the play calling last year at Clemson was awful too. So I didn't think that. I don't think that helped matters at all. I mean, we saw that they brought Garrett Riley in. So I'm also taking the over here. They 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 don't have USC on the schedule. Okay, let's do it. No, they don't. But I mean, they have the. They're gonna. They're gonna the, play. Them. That, they're gonna play them in the conference championship. Yeah, but by that by that point, we're already hit the over probably, so we're good. Yeah. I mean, we're looking right. at a potential Pac-12 champion here, guys. Eight point five. Wow. Over or eight over, whatever it was. Over, over, over. All right, yeah, you boys riding. Let's go to Palo Alto, Stanford. Their over-under win total is at three. I have a potential five wins written down. I really want to go over, but when I actually did a little bit more research, Stanford has five returning starters this year. <laughs> and, you know, like, their school's so prestigious, they don't get good transfers. I mean, they, uh, they can't get the transfers that other schools get. So I'd say I don't see David Shaw gone. I don't think that their player development was particularly good without being able to get transfers in. It's probably why that over-under win total sitting at three. Looking at their schedule, I think they can get Hawaii, Sacramento State. I think Arizona's in play. Colorado's in play. Maybe Washington State and Cal. Like they, I just think that those are winnable games, and they'll probably still two. But just because of right. talent, I don't yeah. know, staying away. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't really do nil either, which is another big part that has hurt them. So I, I'm staying away because I think they're going to be like the Northwestern of the Big Ten. Honestly, I think that's how they'll be in the uh, Pac-12 this year. I mean, even even ACC doesn't want them. Yeah, they had, it could they had, definitely be a fade Stanford every week kind of deal. Yeah, it might be that way with uh, them and Northwestern. They had four. They had four transfers. 
Meanwhile, Colorado has 50. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just can't get them in. Yeah. I, I mean, that's... Chase, you, what you doing here? Uh, I'm staying away from this bad boy. All right. That is fair. Next up, UCLA. I have a play here. I want to see what you guys have. Really? Uh, the, the Bruins over under at eight and a half wins. I'm going under. I, I don't see, I don't see seven wins on on this on this schedule here. I mean, they're they're really like what's where do you where they're doing quarterback wise? You know, like are you are you going for the transfers? Or are you going with the 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 true freshmen? Like, what what are you doing? Uh, and I, and I, either way, like, are you going to really? do the the kent state transfer are you going to do a freshman a freshman's not winning that many games in the uh unless he's like a super stud i don't think he is there in the pac-12 so i'm i'm going under on this brett i'm staying away Uh, i think i mean throwing thompson robinson who by the way is balling. he looked good in preseason yeah he's balling. he looked really good yeah, he's, he's balled out in, like, back-to-back games for the Browns right now. So, he's going to be a big loss, I think. I uh, I think Chip – I mean, I, I trust Chip Kelly, but I'm, I'm staying away from this one because I, I think, like Chase said, the quarterback competition is little – you just don't know what's going to happen. The, the transfers just makes it so hard to predict things. All right, Chase, I'm going to go against you here. I'm on the over. I think this wow. schedule's pretty favorable. Um. I think the wins when I count them, Coastal, San Diego State. Uh, well, you just Rick you're just counting Coastal like that, just a, yeah, a gimme. Their head coach is Tim Beck. No, their dude, their head coach was the NC State offensive coordinator for the past three seasons, and he can't. I don't know how he got that job. Where, where, he can't. I don't. Worth a damn. How did he get that? Job? Yeah, yeah, dude. He he catfished somebody. Like they obviously <laughs> didn't watch what he was calling on tape. Right, we'll, we'll <laughs> that we'll that we'll man can't that. coach. I've got, I've got Coastal on my list. We'll save that. Got, okay, so save that. You know, n- now that Marcus brings it up, though, their schedule is very gettable. Yeah, it's it's easy uh, between Coastal, a Timbet Coastal, San Diego State Central. I think they get Wazoo, they get Stanford, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Cal. That's nine. So really, yeah. the only games I'm counting them out is USC, Oregon State, and Utah. And if they got Oregon State, I really wouldn't be shocked. You, you just trust Chip Kelly. His his system ever since he got there, I think his first year was pretty rough, but he's been hitting. Like you can probably say overachieving a little bit for what he's got. Yeah, that's oof. It's tight. I mean, I usually don't play anything if I don't think I have a game in value or a push. So I'm really going out on a limb. I think they get nine, so eight and a half is going to be tight. But I think they hit the over uh, eight times out of ten. They they really should get nine. I mean, they might yeah. lose to San Diego State here. Like that's one of the, the you know the prides of the Mountain Mountain West. There, like we, you just can't just give them these non conferences just because they're Pac twelve. Yeah, but but I think you can here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if they get eight, where is still a push? Right? Was it eight eight and a half? It's an eight and a hook. Oh. Yeah, with yeah. eight, I'm sitting in the overall day. Um, eight and a half is tough, but I, I feel decently confident in old Chip. Yeah. 
I think I'm going to stay away, but they should get nine. I would take the over, but I'm just I'm too scared. All right, next up, uh, fight Trojans. Are we all going over with Caleb Williams? <sighs> they, I've gone back and forth on this one. Nine and a half. It's going to be yeah. tight. And you know what? I If I was to lean, I've been thinking about leading up. Going the under. I mean, look at this back half of the schedule. It's at hard. Notre Dame, at Notre Dame versus Utah. Then they got Cal. And then they got Washington, Oregon, and UCLA. I mean, that back half's no joke. And I, the whole thing is, is, is their defense going to be improved? That's that's my biggest question. Because if their defense They were strong in the transfer portal. Uh, Lincoln yeah. got some guys in there. Yeah, he did. If their if their defense is just average this year, they should be they should hit that over. But that back at the schedule is no joke. Yeah, that's that's what we would call a murderous row. If Caleb Williams gets hurt down the stretch, they're toast. But I want to play the over just because he's probably the best player in college football. I mean, returning Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, you think he can win the Heisman again this year? Yeah, it's in play, for sure. I do, too. I think he's going to have to. I mean, he carried them last year. Yeah, and the team, like, the defense should be better. Um, offense is probably going to be somewhat consistent. It just sucks that they have all those games in a row. I'm not afraid of Notre Dame, but we saw Utah got them both times last year, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And Washington, I am not that big on Washington. When we get really? to them, I'm actually leaning under – Penix is like, a stud. Yeah, I like Penix. But I, I don't know. I just sent sent some fraudulent stuff there. And I think Oregon's gettable. I'm gonna play the over. I don't feel great about it, but I'm gonna bet on Caleb Williams staying healthy, which is hard to bet on a quarterback staying healthy in college football. And he's gonna be he's the best player on the field. I mean, kind of like I said with uh Chapel Hill and Drake May, you, you have a shot in every game. Like I think USC will be favored in every single football game this year. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I don't know, the back half is scared. I mean, I, I think people, I like Notre, I mean, because I like, uh, I like Sam Hartman for Notre Dame. I think he's, I think he's a big addition for them. And Utah is going to be tough. Maybe you get, you get a little break against California, probably. But then those last three games, Washington, Oregon, and then you're playing your rival, UCLA. I don't know. It scares me. Because I, I don't know. Should I go over or should I? You know what? I'm just going to stay away. Ah, uh, Brad, I thought you were going to roll with me. No, you know, go ahead and put me over. It's the last time for the Pac-12. I need to, I need to take as many bets as I can. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Chase, are you there? Your screen may be frozen. I'm not sure. I think you got to go get a charger, he said. Okay, sounds good. All right, so uh, Chase, we'll circle back with him when he gets here. But Brett and Marcus on USC over nine and a hook. And then we have three more teams left. Uh, you play in Utah? Eight, eight and a half? Eight and a half. That's our number. Yeah, this is another This is another good team. Like I said, I'm worried about the Pac-12 teams just beating each other up. That's a big concern of mine. So... They have out of conference Florida, Baylor, and what 
Weaver State. Oh, just really talk about that first game. Do you think they get Florida? Yes, I do. I think I hate to tell Joel, but Florida's gonna. And somehow they got four four votes in the AP Top Twenty Five. So I don't know if Joel and his friends voted. They have votes, but I mean, I I just don't see. I I don't see Graham Mertz going into Utah and winning that game. So I don't even know what the spread is yet. But I I think Utah at Baylor could be tough. I think Baylor could have a ba- bounce back after a bad year last year, and then you got Weber State. And then, I mean, you got UCLA, Utah, California, and USC, and then Oregon. That's brutal. I mean, that is a brutal stretch right there. It's a soft finish, though. Arizona, Colorado. Yeah, But they is. do go through it. No, you're right. It, it seems like a lot of these Pac-12 teams, if you drew all the ranked opponents, you have them, like, <laughs> with no breather in between. Maybe a yeah. game if that. Yeah, I mean they just got they got so many four or five good teams this year. It's just it's tough. I mean, I I, I don't know. I I think I think I'm gonna stay away, but I, I do. I am a big fan of Cam Rising, and he's back for his yeah I'll uh, like tenth Cam. year I as well. Initially, I mean, although that Rose Bowl performance last year was awful, I wrote down nine and then backtracked to eight. So this is signs to stay away um chase do you have anything for utah and then um we want to get your thoughts on the trojans yeah for utah um i, I Brett alluded to it i you know the the packs i just don't think they're going to repeat with all the the competition there uh i i have them losing at washington uh you know it's i have them losing at usc i don't think they're going to win either of those games so then it's like oregon oregon state like so I'm they're they're the odd man out of the uh, Pac-12 elites, and then uh, USC, staying away from them. Uh, I would lean over. I, I you know I think they're going to make the playoff. I think I, honestly I think USC could go undefeated in the regular season, but then like lose the Pac-12 championship game or something like that, something dumb. But um, I'm just staying away from that one. All right, but you are playing Utah under eight and a half. Yes. Okay, sweet. All right, so we're all caught up. Uh, Brett, talk to me about Michael Penix and the Huskies because their over-under win total is nine for Washington. I have seven down. You know what? I tell you, but I'm going over on this. I, uh, I, I like Michael Penix. I like Washington. I, Boise State will be a tough first game, but you got that game at home. You beat Tulsa. I think you're going to go to Michigan State and beat them. Uh, then you got California, Arizona. I think you win both of those. I think you beat Oregon at home and Arizona State at home. You go to Stanford to beat them. And then you have USC, Utah, Oregon State, and Washington State. I think you definitely beat Washington State at the end of the year. And then I think the rest of those, I think you I think you can get one win out of those two. So I, I like them to go 10-2. and two. Where, where, Where's your... Where do you not like the Washington? All right. Michigan State, as much as I don't think that they're going to be a factor in the Big Ten, this may, that may be a trap game for Washington, especially any slanting. I don't think that'll be easy. So I'm not counting that as a win. I think that they lose to Oregon, USC, and Utah. I think so they lose to Oregon State four- as well. Yeah, that's four losses right there with the possible five. You know, with 
the like other teams on their schedule, Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona, Cal, I don't see that being a big issue. But I wouldn't be lost if I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to Tulsa either. Um, I oh, think Marcus hates it. I think yeah, Tulsa Mike. between Tulsa and Boise State, they may start out one and one. I mean, don't forget this was a uh, this was a leveling team last year too. I just think it's a little hype from last year's remix. Well, I'm on I mean, the they bring back Penix. You just don't like Penix. No, I think he's really good. Um, he's probably a top three round draft pick in the NFL next year. He can probably play himself into late ones or mid twos. I don't think it's about the quarterback for them. I th- I mean their defense is really good. Like yeah. that's 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 their calling card, and they they're returning a lot of people. So I'm I'm staying away from this. Uh, it's kind of the it could go both ways. Uh, they do have a actually kind of tough out of conference, and the at Oregon State and the at USC kind of. Just, just yeah, they, they should be playing like Gonzaga, like in football or you know some easier <laughs> school like Pacific. <laughs> Too bad I mean, Gonzaga they're... doesn't have a football team. Yeah, yeah, they, they, need the UNC... they, they need to schedule UNCW. Get, get all the good football programs. Uh, go ahead, put me on the over though, and in my Michael Penix, I trust. If you say so. All right, uh, let's run out the Pac-12 with Washington State. The Cougs, six and a half. Uh, any thoughts on Wazoo? I'm staying away. I have a seven number, and it's just a little too tight. Yeah, I'm staying away as well. They're going to bowl. Remember, I'm going over. They, they beat Wisconsin last year, too. I just want to highlight that. Yeah, oh, I'm, going over. I'm, going, I'm going over on these guys. This is the uh, – I mean, they're avoiding – like they have a, a nice conference schedule. Like they don't have to play USC or Utah. So that's pretty good. Those are two pretty good teams to avoid. Uh, it's, I think they're going to bowl. I, I feel like they're, this is their Pac 12 swan song and they're going to give them hell before they go to the Mountain West, I guess, or wherever they're going to go. Do you think they beat Wisconsin? It's year zero for Fickle, right? Like, does he have his guys in there? I don't. I you guys did. I mean, the, dude, they they're ranked nineteen in the freaking AP top twenty-five. It's gonna be weird seeing them run an air raid. They stole uh, Phil Longo from Chapel Hill. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll get them changed around pretty quickly. There, honestly. I have to. I don't, I'm, I'm not up to date on Wisconsin. I don't know what they lost and what they gained. Well, it's hard to know what any teams. Well, they said Mertz down to Florida. Yeah, they have Tanner Mordecai now. Um, the last time we Wisconsin saw him, only he was got it at SMU, throwing up like seventy points a game. Yeah, we got, he, we got he, Wisconsin he throw with 15 transfers, only 11, oh, two four-stars, 11 three-stars. I don't think Fickle brought that much. But uh, I will say Fickle brought in the best quarterback probably for the system that he wants to run. I mean, Mordecai had like 3,500 yards and 33 tutties yeah. last year. 
And again, we saw him control an offense that put up like over 60 a couple times. I think he's the man for the job. I think Wisconsin is probably a loss for Wazoo last year, even though they did beat him last year. Uh, I bet on Wisconsin that game too. That was awful. That was a tough watch. All right, so Chase, you're on a Wazoo over six and a half? Yeah, give it to me. All right, Brett, we're staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away. All right, sweet. We'll get a rundown of the Pac-12. Marcus, my card, UCLA over eight and a hook. USC over nine and a hook. Washington under nine. Brett's card, Oregon under nine and a hook. Oregon State over eight. USC over nine and a hook. And Washington over, or Washington over nine. You're on that as well. With No, you're on that by yourself. Excuse me. Chase's card, Cal over five. Oregon under nine and a half. Oregon State over eight. UCLA under eight and a half. Utah under eight and a half. And Wazoo over six and a hook with the Cougs. Chase, this is your time to shine. Your Where favorite conference. Here? You're going Sun Belt, baby. Or sorry, the Fun Belt. Fun Belt. Let's um let's start the Sun Belt West. I'm just gonna give like a some kind of broad predictions. Uh I haven't even really looked at the win totals, but I, I know how I think that conference is gonna play out in the West. Um We'll start with Southern Miss. Southern Miss is got Frank Gore Jr. coming back. He he just missed his he missed playing in the NFL with his father by like two years. <laughs> so um, I do think they're an over. I think they're at five point five. Can you check that for him, Marcus? Yeah. Southern Miss, they are flat five. Five, nice. Yeah, I think they're an over, um, kind of a transition for year. For Let me know which year. ones you're going to play, by the way. Um, I'm playing Southern Miss over for sure. Okay. Uh, so I, the, the Sunbelt West is going to come down to three teams. Uh, Southern Miss is going to be that kind of third-place finisher that kind of surprised some people and uh, played kind of a, above their game. Troy, the returning West champion and returning Sunbelt champion, their defense is going to be good again this year, um, but I don't think it's going to be the same as last year. Eight uh, wins so good. Go, yeah. The, I'm not going on that. I'm not betting on that one. I feel like that's exactly where they're going to land. Uh, looking at their schedule, that's kind of – I landed at eight, which is not enough to win the Sun Belt West. Uh, your Sun Belt West champions are going to be South Alabama. And their total there, if you scroll up a little bit. Eight. There we go. Eight, yeah. That's the over. Uh, so lock in the over on the, the South Alabama. Um, they're going to win the Sun Belt West, probably win the whole Sun Belt. So that is the the West kind of just dipping the toes in. Do you guys have anything on the Sun Belt West? I don't have anything, but I have a question for you. Do you sure. think that Troy – do you think Troy can get Kansas State week two? Uh, Kansas State, I don't I, – I think okay. they definitely can. I just don't know enough about Kansas State. Who's uh, who's returning for Kansas State? What's what's their what's their deal? They're supposed to be – I mean, they're supposed to be pretty solid this year. They got the yeah. – um, they got Howard back. He, he's yeah, back Will Howard's back. returning. Yeah, so that – and they, they always have a solid defense. So they Their second-string running back last year, he rushed for almost like 700 yards. He was a uh, yeah. he was a nice uh, fill-in. 
Yeah, they'll miss they'll miss Deuce Vaughn, who plays for the Cowboys now, but they should be able to reload pretty easily at the running yeah, back position. I think Kansas State is probably pretty shaky at receiver. It looks like they have one guy coming back that had over 500 yards. Um, everybody else is going to be brand new. So, I mean, again, they did lose a little bit, but Will Howard's a pretty solid quarterback. Yeah, it's just it, the Detroit defense is, is suffocating. You know, they, they they allowed 17 a game last year, like, and most of their team is back on the defense. Um, the offense kind of stunk, but – they limited mistakes. So, what you get with Troy is a bunch of seventeen to thirteen games, or you know twenty to thirteen, just just around there. Um, they, their Weeks defense is up under play. Yeah, yeah. That there, there's your play right there. <laughs> play the under in the Kansas State Troy game. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, awesome. Take us to the Sun Belt East. Sun Belt East. Um, I've got kind of three teams, and they're the main three teams in the Sunbelt East that they're, they're predicted top three of the four. Um, do you guys want to start with Coastal, App, or Marshall? Uh, let's go App State. All right, Appy. So, they, they're 6.5. Um, I'm going over just to start off that. They have a new quarterback. Um they're replacing Chase Bryce. So I, I do think the new guy I hope they choose is going to, you know, just kind of plug and play because they have Nate Noel. Uh, that was one of their tandem. Him and Cameron Peoples last year really tore it up. You know, but Nate Noel is the only one coming back. Cameron Peoples, I believe, got signed to an NFL uh, team. I don't think he got drafted. But, yeah, the schedule for App. Is is kind of why I think they're going to get over the six point six point five is low for app. We're talking about app team that usually has ten wins, like six point five is incredibly low. So if you want to like pull up the schedule, and I'm pulling up now my window. I want to be in Boone week three when the Pirates come to town. That's going to be a tailgate. Yeah, well, I mean that's going to be a great tailgate. They've got a lot of their games home so that that's good for them yeah wow they get ecu coastal southern miss marshall so yeah all the, at home they prob- they're probably not going to beat the tar heels away they might uh, they i do think they'll will. beat wyoming they have louisiana monroe because in the Sun Belt, you get two teams from cross division they got a pretty easy draw on uh, L.A. Monroe and then Southern Miss at home. They'll, they'll win that. They got Marshall at home. I, the James Madison game, probably not going to win, depending on James Madison's quarterback. But 6.5, I think they'll easily clear that. All right. Um, that's your lot. What else you got? Let's just jump to Coastal, right? Like, that's – the returning East champion. And so the one thing we keep, we're going to keep mentioning James Madison. Uh, James Madison came last year's their first year in the FBS. They come up from SES. So when you, the first two years, you can't win your conference. You can't go to a bowl game. They're, they're transition years, uh, kind of an archaic rule, but James Madison would have won the East last year. 
they beat Coastal 46 to 6, I think. And they but they weren't eligible for the conference championship, so they weren't allowed to go. Uh, Wait, that's but, actually a rule? Yeah, your first two years you can't win. The they they should have played uh Troy for the the Sun Belt Championship, but they they did not because it, they weren't allowed. I find that hard to still be a live rule in college football. You, you know, they actually made that rule because of Marshall. Oh, y'all were the too good. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they did. They Marshall came up from 90. They won the uh, championship in the FCS in 96 with Randy Moss. Uh, and then 97, they won the MAC and went to a bowl game and won that. So, like, you know, that, 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 that rule came in right after that. You have to have a two-year transition period. Anyways, Coastal's uh, win total is eight. So that seems like a lot, especially when you factor in Tim Beck, which Marcus does not like. Awful. And in spite of that, they still have Grayson McCall. This is his swan song. This is the three-time Sunbelt Player of the Year. Three-time. They saw so Grayson McCall there. Yeah, this is his last well, year. For real. Well, unfortunately, he has an offensive coordinator that doesn't know how to actually teach offense. So I, I don't think he needs offense coordinator. I think he's going to run his own show. I just I just don't get the hire there. I really don't. Beck yeah, sucked. He was question, terrible. Questionable. Yeah, he was awful. He was terrible at NC State. He was going to get fired were, if he didn't get yeah. like a new job. <laughs> yeah, NC State fans were cheering when he left. Well, I mean – you guys have don't. you guys have some preconceived notions about the coach. What I have is Grace McCall, three time Sunbelt player of the year, all four leading receivers coming back, CJ Beasley coming back at running back. Their win total is eight. Their schedule is pretty at pretty easy. They got Jacksonville State first year in Commerce USA, basically FCS. They got Duquesne, got Georgia State at home. They drew from the West, Texas State and Arkansas State, arguably two of the worst teams in the Sun Belt West. Army is, is a non-conference. They got James Madison at home. They got Marshall at home. So if you look at the schedule, you look at the returning players, and you kind of not factor in, you know, maybe the head coach isn't going to ruin something that's working, I'm seeing over eight for Coastal. I would play it with you, but I ain't trusting nothing Tim Beck touches. <laughs> I'm the same way. I mean, he, everything, anything he touches just – I mean, Grayson McCall, he, he probably, he'll probably wish he would have left. He tried, He entered the portal for a little bit. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't know what Beck did to him to, like, make him stay. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, <laughs> McCall's just the one calling the plays. No, I think uh... – Grayson's getting a free bar tab at Tongi's seven nights a week, so he decided to stay down there in Conway. He's got he's got a Stegosaurus Rex waiting on his front doorstep every day, and he's got a VIP gold card to the Masters. I mean, he's he's got he got big getting a lot of money. Like Rockingham, the the NASCAR track gave him like <laughs> a sponsorship last you year. Rock and Mullet, you're getting a NASCAR sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this, if you look at this, really the the basis for the over the eight wins is looking at the schedule. Um, 
you know, I, I'm I'm very biased. I think they'll give USC UCLA a a, a game uh, first weekend September second. But even if they lose that, we're still the other three non conference games. We're talking Army, Duquesne, and Jacksonville State. Uh, and then the rest of their schedule, they got the tough home, the tough games at home. So it's you know, it's just looking at that. Maybe some payback next this year for James Madison, uh, they, but they might have the East already wrapped up. I hear you. I really do. Um, just throwing this out there because it's funny. Was Jacksonville State the team that beat Florida State a couple years ago? Yeah, that was them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was great. They 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 uh, propelled that into a uh, a conference invite from CUSA. Good for them. Um, I'm guessing you're going to talk about the thundering herd next. Yeah, we'll just touch on that. I don't know how many view or how many of listeners really care too much about Marshall. I think <laughs> I, t- I I typically go pretty hard on them, but um, it's not about what I want; it's the people want. Um, so, so I was just seven, big seven. You're going over. Yeah, seven. I'm not going to say under on my team. Like I would never do that. But I would I would preface that by saying, don't take out another mortgage. You know, don't bet big money on this. Marshall's got a tough schedule at ECU, at NC State, at home, Virginia Tech. Uh, Marshall's got a murderer's robe for a Sun Belt. So James Madison, what we've been talking about, start off with them at home. And then we go to Coastal the next week. And then we go to App the next week. Um, and then kind of a break against Georgia Southern, but... Georgia Southern was, they got uh, USC's old guy, uh, Clay Hinton. He actually has revolutionized their offense. They went from like that triple option to this passing attack. They did pretty good last year. But kind of a break with them. And then South Alabama, who I've got coming out of the West as the, the West Sun Belt champion. So it's it's a murderous row of conference, or uh, excuse me, Sun Belt. Um, and then the non-conference is pretty tough, too. So, I'm always going to say over for Marshall. You can always lock in that. I don't care what it is. I'm not going to be the guy that bets under on my team. Um, but preface that by saying don't take out a second mortgage. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you take Grant Wills back? <laughs> <laughs> Is he still going to start Virginia Tech? I hope not. Dude, he threw for 3,500 yards at Marshall, and he threw for 2,100 at Tech last season. Um, I hope Kyron Brown starts, but we don't don't know. You know how I feel about ethnicity and Virginia Tech quarterbacks. A revenge game chance. Um, I will say Owen Porter is coming back. He he could win the Sun Belt Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Big sack guy, and then Rasheen Ali – who last year was injured, but then we had another running back who, uh, Laybourne, who led the Sun Belt in rushing. But the year before that, Rasheen led the Conference USA in rushing. Rasheen's back, fully healthy. We should have the whole line back. So, I mean, we've the defense is all back. We were a top 10 defense in the nation last year. So it's it's a good team. It's just a tough schedule. All right. Um, is that it for the fun belt? Yeah. I, I Gun to my head, I would say probably 
either Coastal or Marshall in the championship against uh, South Alabama. All right, so your five locks for the fun belt, Southern Miss over five, Southern Alabama over eight, App State over six and a hook, Coastal Carolina over eight, and Marshall over seven. So yep. this is my favorite part when we just talk about the other schools in North Carolina. So we've hit on App State. What, do, do, we, do we hit Notre Dame real quick? I assume North Carolina, then Notre Dame. Okay. All right, so this is the first year in five years that whole nailers – Greenville, North Carolina, Pitt County product has not started for the Pirates. It's going to look a little bit different in the swamp. Um, I really want to take ECU over five and a hook, but I think the more I look at this, I'm going to stay away. They go to Michigan week one. Um, then they go to Marshall, or sorry, they're home against Marshall at App State. I think they win one of those games. I think they take Gartner-Webb, and they can probably beat Rice. SMU will probably be a loss, but then I think they'll get UNC Charlotte, and down the stretch they can probably get FAU or Navy. So that puts me at six. If Holton was still there, I'd probably be on this over all day. But um, looking at their roster depth chart, I don't know anything about Mason Garcia or Alex Flynn. So I'm going to stay away. It's just too much unknown. They didn't get a quarterback in the transfer portal. They should have got Grayson, but no, they chose not to. So I did a, a very, a big deep dive into ECU because uh, I was li- like you, like who's their quarterback going to be? I-, I think it's going to be Mason Garcia. He's got a, a hammer cannon arm. Uh, but, you know, who knows what that means? You, you got into, you, got, you know, who knows what if you can run an offense. The one thing they do have is uh, Jalen Johnson coming back, the receiver, you, you know, former UGA guy. Um, but they did lose a lot. They lost their quarterbacks. They lost running backs. They lost the line. The defense lost a lot, even though they weren't good. But the thing is, they went to the transfer portal. Uh, Houston's a good coach. He, he's got the connections. And he he pulled in 17 transfers from the, the portal. 14 of those were three stars. That's some of the best group of five transfer portal right there. Um, so this is another kind of thing where do we know if these three stars are going to do well? But there's 14 of them. So some of those should stick. Like you said, Marcus, it's tough to, with all the, the people leaving and the tough schedule. But Houston doesn't really fail. Um, so I don't have a pick on this. I just kind of came with some stats. Their schedule is just too tough for me to even say that. Like UTSA, they won CUSA last year. They, yeah, they they're going like to be good yeah, they went good. They're going to be really good again. They've got them now. Uh, Florida Atlantic, up and coming. They've got them now. Uh, Tulane, they're not going to win that probably. They will win Tulane Charlotte. Maybe the best team in the conference. Yeah, so it's it's a really really tough schedule. I would actually lean under because of the schedule, and I don't know anything about the transfers because they lost so much. I'd lean under, but you know that's that's a. Uh, that's a tough schedule. <laughs> just just looking at it, they might beat Michigan though. I I, I think Michigan's going to stink this year. If App State can do really, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, don't forget last year ECU should have beat NC State at the first game of the year. Yeah, so, yeah, they took that. It was, it was so hot at that game. <laughs> it's, it's it was it's, so it's hot. such a different team. It's such a different team though. Like it's they don't have really any anything coming back. Um. 
I They've will got say, like a, go ahead. I, I just, I like their, they kind of went with like that one running back last year. I, I like their three headed approach this year. I like the three different running backs. I think that will add a lot of burst and just like just a good attack there. But man, this schedule is daunting for them. I mean, they don't, they didn't play any games on the, uh, the non-conference here. They got, they got the gimme and Garner Webb. They could go. I don't see them going three and zero, but they could go zero and three for sure. Dude, it, I mean, if I didn't have season tickets for college football somewhere, I would. And I lived in the state of North Carolina. I would go to a different game almost every week. I mean, there's so much crossover. You got App State, Chapel Hill. I mean, obviously, you got the Power Five matchups. Charlotte's going to Greenville. Greenville's going to Boone. I mean, like, yeah. there's going to be like, th- like this is the year for like in-state football this is what more college football should be like all the different smaller schools in in the state should play each other like for bragging rights like everywhere you go it's like where'd you go to school oh i went to app i went to ecu i went to uncc and then you got duke wake chapel hill state in there too there's going to be a lot of fun crossover games like it'll be funny if like a triangle happened like charlotte somehow beat ecu ecu beat app (laughs) like app beat yeah dude it this is going to be great I may actually try to go to one or two of those games. I'm well, doing for Greenville. The the Sun Belt zigged, everyone zagged. Like it, the Sun Belt leaned into regional rivalries. That's why they brought the teams they brought in. Everyone else is just going for the big TV money. So, well, I'd like very interested to see where it is in, in four to five years. All right. Well, it looks like Brett's connection uh, got him again. There's a sniper somewhere out there. Um, Chase, let's yeah. go ahead and talk about Notre Dame. I'll give you first crack at it. Um, let me. Do you want? We missed a. We missed a North Carolina school. Do you? Do you want to talk about the other one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I, I forgot my underplay. <laughs> so, um, let's go to. Jesus Christ, they're in the American now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So UNCC, Will Healy was a huge disappointment there. A lot of people thought that he was going to be a great coach. Um. Yeah, he was awful. I don't even know if he has a job now as an analyst somewhere. Like, I don't even think Nick Saban will take him in. So Charlotte, <laughs> they start out um, with South Carolina State. They go to Maryland. They 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 also play Florida SMU. They really drew a tough non-con. I honestly think after they come out of the game against Florida, half of their starters could be possibly hurt <laughs> because I don't think that they have a lot of D one football players there. And if they get their their bell wrong. There may be a lot of quit factor in UNCC, but really the only game that I have them positively winning is South Carolina State. So if I only see one win as a lock and a bunch of toss-ups for a team that will probably have some quit because of a pretty hard out-of-conference, I mean, if SMU throws up 70 on them, they're just going to be defeated. Uh, give me the under. Under 2.5 so, for UNCC. So we're, we're talking about a defense that ranked 100 100- and 19th out of 121. They're they're the one of the worst defenses in college football last year. They allowed 39.4 points a game. The good news is for Charlotte fans at least, which I am not one even though I went there. They have 40 newcomers. Uh, 17 of those are transfers and a bunch of a bunch of the rest are freshmen. Um, one of their newcomers that should help them quite a bit is Micah Bowers. Um, this is a quarterback who got a scholarship at Penn State and then later transferred to Oklahoma, 
couldn't ever break through the depth chart there. So now he came to UNC Charlotte for a guaranteed job. He's a nice dual threat guy, um, but he doesn't have much game time. So we have no idea what he's going to look like. And like I said, the defense is a lot of newcomers. Uh, so it, it is, this is one of those kind of throw up who, who's going to, you know, who's going to step up. Do we really even know this team? This is the coaches. Last year was year zero for the new coach. This year it's, it's kind of year one. So he's got his guys this year. Two and a half is such such a low standard, right? Um, I don't have a play on this. Uh, it, I would probably go over just because it's it's just two and a half. But the schedule is look, looking pretty daunting. All right. Um, you want to talk about Notre Dame. Uh, Brett, you're back. Do you do you have any strong feelings? I know you like Sam Hartman. Um, the Irish, they're listed at nine wins for their over-under win total. The wow. under is juiced to 130. Um, the over is plus 110. So positive money on the over. Vegas probably feels a certain way. What you thinking? Yeah, as you say, I, I think I think Hartman's gonna be a big upgrade over what they had last year. And I think that's I think the quarterback position is what they were lacking last year. Um, we know that they got off to a start, slow start. We know who we know a team that took them down. Um, Marshall took them down at one point. Who? We didn't really hear from Chase that night either. After that, no, Chase was blackout. Yeah, we didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, Navy, Tennessee State, NC State away. They can get them. They can get them. Yeah, I. I it's a shame that it's a noon game, though. It's gonna, um, so it's gonna be so damn hot. <laughs> yeah, well, Central Michigan, Ohio State. I, I, I still think I'm not sold on Ohio State either. Um, so I think that could be. It, it just. I think the main thing is is how does Hartman um, transition into a different offense because we know that the uh, the offense that Wake Forest ran was a a little bit different than what you're normally used to seeing a college football team run. So I, I'm staying away. I do like Notre Dame this year, but, I mean, Duke's going to be a tough out. Um, USC will be a tough out. Clemson's going to be a tough out. Um, so I, I think is- there are some tough games on this schedule, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away. But I would lean towards over if I was going to take it. Yeah, the I mean this this schedule's tough. Like yeah. they you know, they, they only lost about three to Ohio State in the horseshoe last year. Uh, so they, they they really proved they could play, but then in the next week they they lost to Marshall. <laughs> so, yeah. like they got USC at home, which is good, but it's still USC. They're going to Clemson. They're going to Death Valley, but they get that in November. Wake Forest is coming to them. You think Wake Forest isn't going to want to play their old quarterback? Yeah, so, yeah, they're going to get up for that game. Yeah, it's Michigan Griffiths may have a day. Yeah, I even even Pitt like they got a they got a tough draw on the ACC teams. They did take um, NC State, obviously very good at home and in, in the heat of Raleigh. Like, like yeah, September 9th in Raleigh, that's I, I don't want. I would not want to go to that game at noon. 
you know, we're talking about like the hottest time of the day is like two o'clock. So I'll like, be there. That's at, I'll be there at seven thirty a.m. And you'll be you'll be leaving at two. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be hammered. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I I love Hartman. Like he is he's a really good quarterback. I, I just like how he approaches the game. But you just look at the schedule. Hey, I I just think that's what they were missing last year too. I mean, which Buckner. He ended up transferring to Alabama, which, my goodness, if he's the starter there, then I'm feeling good about my under for Bama. But I just I, – I don't know. I think I think quarterback was a big reason for their struggles last year, and I think Hartman fills that pretty well. So I, I'm staying away, but I, if I was to say – I do like the over here. But I, I, I'm just too scared to play because the schedule is kind of daunting throughout the year. All right, and Chase, you locking anything up for Notre Dame or no? I am what what is it again? Nine. Nine. I'm locking in the under. I just I don't I don't see them getting nine. Marcus, what was your uh, what was your feeling on this? I know you hate Notre Dame, but taking that taking that bias out, like what's your what's your thoughts? So I don't want I, you to take the bias out, Marcus. I want you to lean into that bias. I want to hear it. <laughs> Do you like Hartman? Yeah, I love Hartman. Um, I I loved him at Wake. I think he's really good. I think Marcus Freeman's actually a really good coach too. I do think that NC State pulls the upset. Um, it's Notre Dame's third game this season, but it's Week Two for State because uh Notre Dame plays Week Zero. Um, one of the cool things about playing Week Zero is you get two bye weeks, so they do have a little bit of time to rest up. Um. So let's just say they lose at NC State. They lose to Ohio State. I think Ohio State probably handles them pretty good. USC gets them. Really? And I, I really, really, I'm big on Clemson this year. I think Kate Klubnick Are you is really? going to, yeah, I think Kate Klubnick is going to be the best quarterback in the ACC. Sorry, Sam Howell. Oh, sorry, Sam Howell. <laughs> Shocker. <Yeah. laughs> For me, right? I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you don't like Sam Howell this year. <laughs> yeah, well, if you, you if you look at Clemson, Klubnik, he no longer has to worry about DJ. He doesn't have to come in and bail them out of games anymore. Will, Schiff, or Will Shipley and Phil Moffa. I don't know if he's actually bailing them out of games. He he well, did he did not look good in that uh, the Orange Bowl against Tennessee. Yeah, but, I mean, like do bowl games really, like, give you a good You like Klubnik better than uh, Travis? It's just, it's just the Orange Bowl. I mean, yeah. you like Clubnick better than Travis? Wait, Travis who? Jordan Travis for... for oh, Jordan Travis? Uh, yeah, I think he has more potential. Hmm. I think we're going to see it this year. I do like Will Shipley, Phil Moffa, uh, two-headed monster out, out the backfield. And Clemson's receivers haven't been big on them in a long, long time. But, I mean, they have Riley now as the OC, so... I think he's going to yeah. open up something that we haven't seen before. I, I I'm do, really excited like to see this Clemson offense. Yeah, I, I like the Riley higher end. I mean, the Clemson, the Clemson at Duke game is going to be good. Oh, it's going to be awesome. That Monday night, that first game of the, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah actually, thank God for thank God for the under with you. On there. Wow, you guys are both going under. 
it's 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 the schedule again. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of spots, a lot of spots for Notre Dame. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. We got anything else, guys? Any other teams that we did not mention that you wanna you wanna talk about? You guys didn't want to do a CUSA preview? Quickly. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're approaching ten o'clock. All right, I got, well, I, got this... I got the big. I wish, I wish this was going on video. I got the biggest eye roll ever from Brett there. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. He was, he was, right. he's like, I'm ready to go. I, he, he might be hey, in bed I'm right getting, now. I'm getting tired. It, it feels like it's freaking eleven o'clock. Yeah, we did, we did get a late start. Um, Chase had to put some chilling down tonight. All right, let's yeah. talk about these cards. Chase, you had a laundry list. Came over here and gave us 12 locks. Take wow. them all because there's absolutely no history to where you want to fade Chase on this show. So, um, Cal, over five. Oregon, under nine and a half. Oregon State, over eight. UCLA, under eight and a hook. Utah, under eight and a hook. Wazoo, over six and a half. Southern Miss, over five. Southern Alabama, over eight. App State, over six and a half. Coastal Carolina over eight, Marshall over seven with caution, and Notre Dame under nine. Uh, Brett's card, Oregon under nine and a hook, Oregon State over eight, USC over nine and a half, Washington over nine. And Marcus, my card is UCLA over eight and a hook, USC over nine and a hook, Washington under nine, UNC Charlotte under two and a half, and then Notre Dame under nine. I really like all of these plays, guys. I think we're going to give the crew a lot of winners. We ain't lean, we locking. Yep. Pop, these lock, and drop it. These ain't lean, say locks. That's probably going to be a bump song for some show. Pop, lock, and drop it. That'll be good. I like that. Well, what Chase likes more. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'll I was going to say what Chase one. likes more is uh, Richmond, North of, or Richmond, North of Richmond. That song's taken over the internet by storm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good song. It's it, I mean it's it's Virginia, it's West Virginia, it's it's the roots of where you know where I'm going. So let's do it. Thanks, Sounds guys. Like country roads. Yeah, sure thing, Brett. You have anything else before we head on out? I was just saying, can you believe that next week we uh we're picking week zero? I know. Can you smell it? Who you picking? Who you picking in uh in Ireland? Marcus says he's taking every next game week. next week. Yeah, you have to tune in next week. Stay tuned for those locks. Yeah, uh, we, what's the, hey, what's the game of the week? What's Coastal cooking for next week? Let's give it a quick scan. Um, NCAA football. So let's do a Saturday game. Well, no, I guess we can't do a Saturday game, can we? Oh, wait, sorry. That was just the American. All FBS. You know, Nashville has a lot of good food. Do not do hot chicken because it's too mainstream. But uh, let's do Hawaii Vandy for week zero. Hawaii Vandy? Yeah. Give give us something out of Nashville. Okay. We can do that. You you don't want to do some Irish, smoked Irish food? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> it's the only time of the year you can do it during the football season, though. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, what do they call them? What kind of potatoes do they make over there? 
they make every kind of potato over there. I mean, that's where potatoes originated from. Look, don't don't you dare challenge the creativity of Nawano Coastal Barbecue. We did funeral potatoes. We smoked those. Okay, like okay. Let's do two then. Let's do two. We'll do we'll do a two thirty. No, do a two thirty post and then do a seven thirty post. Okay. So you get Navy Notre Dame and Hawaii Vandy. Okay. For week zero. I just I I think there's going to be a time where we go back to Tennessee. I mean, what's what's the difference between Nashville and Knoxville food wise? I do think there's yeah, going to be a time. Knoxville's where we more like smoked barbecue. I feel like mountainy right. food. Nashville's what? More like I a. Guess you, I guess you can do hot chicken. <laughs> You're kind of limiting me with Nashville. Look. Okay. Yeah. Give give us like give us good hot not a, not a sandwich. No hot chicken sandwich. I got you. Give us a spin on it. Okay, I got you. Well, well, I'll I'll talk to the syndicate. I'm going to do the Ireland Ireland thing because that's part of my family's from Ireland. So, like, I have a good good idea of what I want to do there. Maybe we'll get Trevor or Caden uh, do the uh, the Nashville one. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, we'll let Oliver Anthony take us out, and folks, we'll be with you week zero next week. I cannot wait. Come get these locks. Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. And they don't think you know. But I know that you do. Because your dollar ain't shit. And it's taxed to no end. Call the rich men. Call the rich men.